pick up. We're in our, our series on Luke, and what we're looking at is the different ways that God breaks into our lives, and oftentimes it's into the lives of the people that we would least suspect, expect. Uh, and today, this story is actually a part of three parables. We have the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. And it's coming off of the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the time, the, the kind of the staunch Jewish leaders that have it all figured out. They see Jesus eating with quote-unquote sinners and tax collectors. So he's, he's sitting and being with and eating with and drinking with and celebrating with and laughing with people who are on the outside of religion, people who did not fit inside the church, people who are outside of the faith tradition that the Jewish religion knew. And then he responds to them with these three parables, this being the third in the series. And it starts off and he says this, Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, Nope. That's, he didn't say any of that. <laughs> that was last week. You guys remember? You remember that. You remember those? Yeah, we did that last week. I'm so glad you guys caught that. So, said this. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. And if we just have that image up, Kelly, we'll start here. With this image in mind, think about a young man going to his father and saying, give me my inheritance. Any of you who might be parents, maybe you have a 10-year-old who's ready to start driving. And they come to you and say, hey, give me the keys in the car now. But somehow built into that will, that means that they would get the keys in the cars once you died. And they're like, yeah, no, I get it. Give me the keys now. I, I want this more than I want you. Essentially, the son is coming to his father saying, I want my inheritance now. Which was something reserved for the father passing, mostly. And he's the older son, so he would get double the inheritance and very quickly, he's created a value in which says, the things I'm about to receive are more, invalu more valuable than my relationship with you. So just sit with the image for a second. What stands out? What's the one thing that's standing out to you? And what's so interesting about this is that no matter how insulting this is to the Father, he divided his property between them. He gave the son exactly what he was asking for. And then it says, not long after that, the younger son got together all he had. He set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth and wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. 
He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. Continue to sit with the image. What's standing out to you? What's being highlighted? And I want you to think about the lines that you draw in relationships. How quick are you to draw lines with other people? Where they've done wrong, they've done something you don't agree with, they're living life differently than you, they're not meeting expectations. How quick are you to draw lines with other people? Maybe you've had lines drawn with you. You've just gone a little bit too far over the edge and someone was fed up with it. They warned you. There's been cut off. There's been relational breakdown. Even if it hasn't been severed completely, we just start to operate differently in that relationship. I have a couple right now. Or I'm, I'm pretty angry with somebody. And then it, I, I just want to treat them differently. I want to respond in certain ways to, to get them back. To make them pay. How quick are you to draw lines with other people that have offended or are doing things differently? I love this son starting to prepare his speech. He starts to come back and he, he's, he's getting ready for the wrath that is going to come down on him. He's trying to figure out how can I come back into this to like, like come back into the family. Like I, I know what I've done is wrong. My dad is going to be so mad. I can't believe I've done this. I, I need to figure out how he's going to take me back, how, how he's going to receive me. And you can imagine him walking back and, okay, Father, I've, Sin against, no, 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 okay, father, father, father. And he's like practicing and he's thinking through every little thing and every word's going to count because his dad's probably going to like punch him and he doesn't want that to happen. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his sons, threw his arms around him and kissed him. You know, the son's like practicing his speech and all of a sudden he can kind of see his father. He's like, is that, is that, is that dad? Like, and, and then like he sees him running and he's probably starting to prepare to like, is he going to tackle me? Like what's, this isn't going to end well. He's coming at me. Like he is so mad that he is hiking up his dress that is a very emasculating thing for a man of that day. To, to even run and pick your feet up in that, in that way is actually a dishonoring position to be in. The, 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 the dad is actually vulnerably putting himself out there to run towards the son who has taken everything from him but a relationship. 
The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Again, looking at the picture. Rembrandt draws the, the father receiving this prodigal son back, and there's some other people standing around. And what we read there is kind of the end of Act 1. We all know the son, he receives him back, he loves him, they throw the party, he gets the, the robe and the ring, he does all the things to dignify restoration. The son has been restored before he could even finish his sentence. But then there's an Act 2. And this figure is the other brother who has stayed behind. And I'm guessing at different times in life, we can, some of us can resonate with this younger son, I know I can. Or the, the older son, I know I can. The one that has, has run off and done everything to dishonor his father, to dishonor his family. And what we've needed most is someone to receive us back and to say, you are forgiven, you are restored. You, you were never not a part of the family. And then I can also resonate with this one. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied. And your father has killed the fattened calf he has, uh, because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. Again, I go back to what line, lines have you drawn with people? Where you've been hurt, where you've been stabbed in the back, where you've been insulted, where you've been abandoned. What lines have you drawn? And maybe what lines have been drawn with you? And again, looking at the picture, what stands out? Who do you resonate with this morning? I think for me, it's the eyes of a father. It almost seems like there's like a, an exhaustion and a burden that has been released. As he's been able to wrap his hands around his son, who he loves so much to even give him the inheritance to know that it was going to go so bad. And there is just this relief in his eyes, but a, a weariness and a heaviness because he's exhausted. 
And I'm sure the exhaustion to have the other brother standing over the shoulder demanding that maybe he punish the son rather than receive him back. To cast him out rather than to restore him in relationship. And then the father says to the brother who stayed back, my son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. As you consider maybe the lines you've drawn of someone that's just gone too far, and, and this isn't including abuse and violence because that is too far. I think a part of what Jesus is communicating here is a God that has more mercy and more compassion and more forgiveness than we can ever understand. And he's saying to the brother that stayed behind, Can you value what I value? And you value that I love even those that are so far off, those that in your mind have done it so poorly and they're doing it so bad and they just can't figure it out and they continue to mess up. Can you value that my heart is longing to throw a party for them, to restore them? And you can, can you receive the good news that you've always been with me. And to invite more in, to restore more, to, to redeem things has nothing to do whether you've been here or not. Can you value what I value? As you sit here this morning, you might, again, identify more with the son that ran off. You might need some form of reconciliation to come towards you, restoration to come to you, forgiveness to come towards you. To actually, when you're thinking about, how do I say this, and they're gonna, the wrath is going to come down on me, I've gone too far. You can actually start believing that there could be a, a, a form of compassion on the other side. Can you receive that from God first? And then maybe, maybe you're the one that's been there the whole time. And you look at other people, it's like, they just, come on. Like, figure it out. Get it together. How could you have done this? I'm going to make sure that you, you know how bad you messed up before I take you back. Maybe we need to be the ones to hear that we've also been invited by that same compassion. That, that we can value that, that God has always had us close, that he's always there, and that he values everybody so much that my position just doesn't matter. And that I can participate in life with so many more people, those that I've ruled out. Henry Nouwen wrote a small book on this that's beautiful. Actually, I think his most popular writing based on sales. And here's where I want us to kind of walk away with. He quotes, though 
I am both the younger son and the elder son. I'm not to remain then, but called to become the father. Though I am both the younger son and the elder son, I am not to remain then, but called to become the father. So as sons and daughters of God, to be made again over and over in the image of the Father is to become a person of mercy, of compassion, of forgiveness, of grace. That we step into the most vulnerable positions that others will like be like, what are you doing? Why would you hike up your robe and run? How embarrassing is that? You're just gonna, you're just gonna like lay down and let him walk all over you? What are you thinking? You got you got it correct. Like you need to, they need to pay for what they've done. Though I'm both the younger son and the elder son, I am not to remain them, but called to become the father. 